0: You're listening to Things That Make You Go Woo. I'm your host, Emily, also known as Emily and Her Stars. I am a professional medium and astrologist. And when I'm not busy helping my clients, I have a passion for learning about the woo. From history to current events, interviews, and monthly energy reports, I hope this podcast makes you go woo too. Hello, everyone. Welcome to a special holiday episode. I'm Emily with Emily and her stars and things that make you go woo.
1: And I'm Andrea from Concrete and Crystals and Spirit Crowns.
0: We are so excited to record today's episode. We've been planning for about six months <laughs>
1: <laughs> since last christmas
0: <laughs> when we completely bonded i think it was a week night and we stayed up way past our bedtime talking about all things hallmark and christmas movies and our mutual love for christmas movies
1: <laughs> yes i feel like that was the most magical conversation that's when i was like this is my new best friend um <laughs> I need to move.
0: <laughs> so, we are today doing strictly a frivolous, fun, no expectation episode where we are going to talk about holiday Christmas movies.
1: I am so excited for this. I got way too Capricorn about it as per usual and like gave us a little structure so that we wouldn't go too wild because you guys have seen what happens when we even just try to choose movies from a month-to-month basis so I was like this could go very off the wall and it kind of did but yeah it's something I've been looking forward to so much
0: we've reined it in we have structure we have categories we have tea we have Christmas snacks and we are ready to discuss all things holiday. So let's start with why do we love holiday movies so stinking much?
1: You know what? I feel like that is the question. That's the real meaning of life, I think, is like holiday (laughs) movies, why we love them. I think for me, it's like at a time in the year when I'm just tired and I'm looking at the holiday season and how quickly it goes by, how much there is to do, and it gets overwhelming. And so I think these holiday movies, especially the Hallmark ones where they're predictable, you kind of know there's going to be a good outcome. And I think that's why I watch sitcoms and stuff, too. But I think it's just that comfort and like there's a little bit of relief from reality because I don't think any of us actually lives in a Hallmark movie as much as we would love to. So it's kind of nice to imagine what it would be like to live in one of those like small towns where everyone's just friendly and everyone seems to not really have a job, even if they have a job, they're just really chatting to each other all day. So I, I feel like I just grew up so in comfort.
0: that small town and it's not all it's cracked up to be. <laughs> <laughs> I grew up in the small Victorian Christmas town. Like they even really and truly filmed a John Denver Christmas movie in the town where I grew up. And like the movie production crew came and decorated the whole town. It never looked cuter in its whole life. It was amazing. It was the one year it didn't snow. Of course, <laughs> of course it and was. To truck in snow to make, you know, fake snowdrifts and all these things, but it was adorable. And I just remember always for us in that little town, the holidays were important. We had a, it had a very German and Swedish background to the city. And so, we always had a Christmas market. I was a Santa Lucia Caroler, so I always wore the you know the the crown with uh, candles and the whole month was really special, not only because we had a small business but because it was just an added layer of magic for the town. It's really, I think, when it was at its prettiest and sort of came alive. but it also comes with living in a small town where everyone knows everything, <laughs> and nothing ever changes. <laughs> And so now I'm a city girl. And there are parts of it that I completely miss because yeah, there's just a magic to holidays without a doubt. But I have to say, you know me, I'm always gonna tie whatever we talk about back into astrology because that's what I do. (laughs) But I think the importance of understanding Sagittarius season, which right starts right around Thanksgiving in the US and lasts till winter solstice, It's really the season that asks us to lean into the magic of life, right? It asks us, what do we believe in? How can we find a deeper understanding to our purpose that's here? And we spend so much time in the third quarter of the Zodiac. So Leo, Virgo, Libra, Scorpio, right? All of these are leaning into finding our place within a community where the last quarter of the Zodiac Sagittarius, Capricorn, Aquarius, and Pisces, ask us to find the deeper meaning in life for ourselves, not what anybody else expects from us. And so it doesn't necessarily look quite the same for everyone, this idea of magic and belief structure and what makes life worth living. But I think it's so apparent in the way that we celebrate traditions this time of the year, right? Each family is unique and the beliefs behind the traditions, be it and I love these three, Elf on the Shelf, Mench on the Bench, or Snoop on the Stoop, no matter who you're picking <laughs> for your family tradition. I think it's a matter of making it personal. And we all believe in the spirit of the holidays of nothing else. So I think holiday movies completely fall into that category. Um, when I was younger, we didn't do a lot. We were more of a like music and puzzle people when I was growing up. And when I spent my first Christmas with my husband's family, they religiously watched Christmas vacation and Christmas story, like on repeat, there was basically nothing else on for days. (laughs) And so I've grown truly to love holiday movies even more. And the Hallmark tradition, right, has just completely blown up i think it's changed everything and so now my mom and my sister-in-law and i we all watch at least one full day because it's the best bonding girl time ever
1: i love that and i love how you're talking about like the layers of traditions where you have like your family traditions then ones that are like introduced to you and then it kind of like changes over time and i think like For me, even as a kid, I always loved Christmas time. I hated Easter. (laughs) I don't know why. As a kid, I was terrified of an Easter bunny. I was kind of like, I liked looking for eggs because it's an activity. But like, even then I was such like a paranoid kid where I was like, I don't want to get more than my brothers or I don't want to like not find any. And then it's like a whole thing. But Christmas is just like, there was so many like magical things attached to it. And I just love snow. For me, snow is magical. I think I said that in our last episode, but definitely as a family like we tend to do our own thing a lot like we're not like super like in each other's space all the time but we always for like Christmas Eve especially would watch a, at least a few Christmas movies and we still do that but for me like you like the Hallmark thing just takes it to another level because like I live by myself and like I like to have something on all the time so the fact that they're on like 24-7 It's just kind of like nice to have that just positive, like nothing scary, nothing news. It's just kind of like an escape for like a month. Although I have to say, I start watching Christmas movies in like August, you know, when it's like that first chilly day in (laughs) August, I'll like put on Elf and be like, okay, here we go. It's happening. It's happening. Yeah. But yeah, I think it's just for me a way to just feel like I'm connected to the general like spirit of the holidays before I actually get to see my family. Cause that's the thing too, is I don't see my family that often. So it's kind of like a tie over where it's like, at least I'll have like the energy of it until I get to actually spend time with them and do our traditions.
0: Oh, I love that. There's So many to choose from. I had such a hard time with your structure.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I did too. It was my own fault.
0: (laughs) I have to say, I have like multiple lists that I thought, okay, as we get going, I can pick and pull and edit. But let's start with undeniably, probably every girl's favorite romantic classic, Love Actually. Right? Yeah. Because if you're listening to this and you haven't seen it, I'm sorry. (laughs)
1: Like you need to go do your homework.
0: Like Like, this episode isn't for you.
1: (laughs) Yeah. You're in the wrong place. You took a wrong turn somehow.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But if you have like millions of other women that have watched Love Actually and have a hard time even picking one one couple to focus on so that was your question um who is your favorite storyline or couple or what part really tugged at your heartstrings the most from love actually and so i have a list there are actually eight different choices here
1: even though i came up with the question i was like who came up with this that's terrible so (laughs) I mean, its own care, its own its own category. Like, there's like other categories, but it's like love well, it actually is its own, it's, its own category because there's so much going on in that movie.
0: <laughs> well, I'm gonna make you go first because I want to.
1: it's only fair. I made the <laughs> rules. um I actually chose not so much a couple, but I chose the little boy and the dad. So Sam is the little boy. Yeah. Liam Neeson plays his dad, and there's so many elements even within their story. But the main thing is that the mother has passed away and he's kind of like the stepdad and he's sort of like not knowing how to take care of this little boy. And he notices that he's really not doing well. And then he has this conversation with him and it's like my favorite thing because he's just like, you know, you can tell me, you can talk to me and like the kids being all serious. And he's like, well, actually like I'm in love. And Then, of course, Liam Neeson starts laughing, like, oh, thank God, like, I thought it was something terrible. And he's like, you thought it was something worse than the agony of falling in love. And then he's like, well, fair, you know,
0: (laughs) (laughs) what could possibly be worse?
1: (laughs) Yeah. So it's this adorable bonding experience between these two characters, how, you know, I love how I think I just love from looking at like from as an inner child sort of experience, seeing how he takes him seriously and he doesn't brush it off. He starts strategizing with him. He's all about it. He's like, let's get you this girl. And it's just such a sweet story that unfolds. But my favorite, like, couple little pieces of it is when they're like about to like go and go for it. And the little kid's like, let's get let's go get the shit kicked out of us by love. And then the dad's just like, yes, let's do it. Do and then it. there's this like, of course it's spoilers for anybody who, for the weirdos that haven't seen it. But um, there's this scene where he, so he decides to start learning how to play the drums first of all, because the girl is a singer and he wants to be able to be close to her. And they're in their like actual like Christmas pageant performance. And the little girl is singing all I want for Christmas is you and at one point she points to him and his little face lights up and it makes me so happy I can't even explain it but then she's pointing and then she's you know it's like and you and you and then she's pointing at other people and it pans back to him and he's looking so he's like playing the drums looking so mad because she's like saying other saying it to other people and it's just the cutest like he's already a cute kid but it's just this like cute little scrunched up mad face and it's just adorable so they're my favorite thing. And then Mr. Bean, uh, like wrote Atkinson, like he plays a couple characters, but like there's this part where in the airport, they're not going to let him go secure- through security to see the little girl because she's about to fly somewhere. And then he distracts them by like taking forever to like go through. And he's like winking at them and lets them go through. So like all these other little pieces come together for this little boy to like finally say how he feels. But overall, Obviously, there's a million different storylines, but that's my favorite one because it's just, it makes my inner child so happy. It's just so adorable.
0: I love that. For me, I think overarching, I love Billy Mac and Joe because as the singer and he's you know gets invited to like elton john's party on christmas eve and instead he decides to go to joe's apartment and just hang out with his best friend who's been by him after all these years i think that's such a cute touching moment where you know you can lean into the idea of we can make new friends but it's those friends that have been with you through it all that are really important to honor during the holidays. I love that storyline. But I think my favorite romantic one is Jamie and Aurelia. Yeah. Because I love that they don't speak the same language, but they're essentially saying the same thing to each other. when she's helping him dry out his pages. And she's like, "Like, who doesn't have a backup copy? What are you doing? And he's like, I can't believe I don't have a backup copy. Who? (laughs) And then when he finally learns how to speak, I think it's Portuguese, isn't it? And I think goes so. to Portugal to um, confess his love and ask her for her hand in marriage and her family. His Portuguese is so terrible. I <laughs> think the sister's like, Well, Dad's gonna, you know, sell her to sell my sister to this guy, and everybody follows to the town square. And it's just it's sweet. I really enjoy that storyline. There's so many, but those are probably my two favorite.
1: I love that that was actually going to be if I picked a romantic one that was going to be mine too because like you said it's just not even speaking the same language and saying the same thing and the fact that like my I think my favorite part with them is when they're talking about how he drives her home every day and then like he says it's his least favorite time I think because he has to say goodbye okay. to her and she says it's her favorite time because they're spending it's when they spend time together and it's just like yeah it's just so beautiful I love it
0: i love it i oh, love actually it's i like the christmas music i like all the relationships i get a huge kick out of the guy that comes to america and meets all the girls in the <laughs> yeah. bar that cracks me up every time <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and who i mean who doesn't love the classic at the door with the boombox playing, and he has the cards that you know she's the one he's in love with and he knows he can't have her but he just wants to wish her a merry
1: christmas and... <sighs> it's like separate movies all in one like i don't know how they edit whoever edited that movie because imagine you and i trying to like cut down all of the footage (laughs) like it'd be like Like, a four-hour movie it'd be like we can't let go of any of it (laughs) easily so whoever managed to like choose the clips to put together for that film like editor of the year of the century of the world
0: and that one gets honestly watched year-round i mean i know it's christmasy yeah I find myself watching it in June and July and
1: Same, it's March. just so good. <laughs> <laughs> it's a year long holiday movie.
0: Okay, so shall we talk Hallmark Christmas movies?
1: Yes, and I have to admit, I let a little um, Netflix sneak in.
0: Oh, I think I did as well, I know. <laughs> <of that.
1: laughs> vibe more than the brand
0: (laughs) that's right because there are some really good ones I have to give a disclaimer alert though and you haven't seen it yet but the new Lindsay Lohan one on Netflix Netflix falling for Christmas maybe just fall on by (laughs) just skip that one it's actually you know watch it but watch it like a train wreck that you can't look away from because (laughs)
1: i can only i almost wonder
0: if she paid netflix to make it because
1: Mm, i love a conspiracy theory yeah we should look into that we'll follow (laughs) it once more people start watching a lot of people i think will have that question emily they'll (laughs) be like how was this how did
0: how was this made who really is funding this
1: we'll look at the details
0: where did we dig this actor up from that obviously was a reject from hallmark channel because he looks 12
1: well I see now I have to watch it
0: obviously not (laughs) that I don't already watch all of
1: them I can't stop myself but now I have to (laughs) the the daughter
0: yeah the little girl is absolutely darling and the grandma is wonderful everything else about it I question
1: (laughs) I feel like I'm gonna do my own deep dive I'm gonna be like reading articles on the internet about it (laughs) for sure
0: yeah yeah, to be continued (laughs) yeah exactly Number one, romantic, fun, Hallmark slash Netflix slash Hulu B grade <laughs> romantic movie.
1: Well, I have to say this one—it is a Hallmark one. Oh, I wouldn't—I I couldn't choose like a ranking, like number one, number two, number three. But the first one that I picked is called Holly and Ivy. So this one is like not your typical, I mean, it is, but it's about a woman who lives next door to this single mom with two girls. And then they find out that the mom is sick. And this is someone who she's never met before. Like literally it's just a stranger who moves into the house and she ends up bonding with this family. And in the meantime, she has just moved into a fixer upper and the local contractor is, you know, coming to help her he's seeing what a wonderful human she is
0: can we do like a poll on how many single contractors are out there
1: I think we should I think think I'd like one I actually that's not even a joke that's not even a joke I actually have a joke with my family where like they my grandpa came through a mediumship reading and said that he's like there's someone out there for you and like anybody who you are with has to be useful and I was like so they need to be able to build me a studio basically so (laughs) Just putting it out there. If anyone knows one,
0: manifesting with the new moon, single contractors. <laughs>
1: exactly.
0: <laughs> okay, sorry. Totally, totally throwing us off. I'm sorry.
1: Like, sorry, I'm not sorry. Um, but yeah, that's that's one, and it is a hallmark one. Okay. Um, okay like that. And then my second one is it's there's a it's a there's two of them again. It is hallmark, and it's the Christmas house and. There's a part one and a part two, and it's about this family who has this house, a, the Christmas house, that everyone in the town comes to see. And then originally in the first one, they find out the parents are selling the house. So they bring back this tradition, and the two brothers are coming, and they each have their own storyline happening. And spoiler alert to the people who are just like, I really am dying to watch this Hallmark movie, but... <laughs> um the one of the brothers ends up buying the house so it's just a little bit different from usual and what I'm going to say is this is I know we're just supposed to be having a light conversation but this is a little bit of a political thing just putting it out there that um some of the if you are in the Hallmark world you might already have this conversation um coming around but some of the Hallmark actors have been leaving to go to the Great American something channel, Great American Channel, something like that, because some of these families, including this one, The Christmas House, some of the Hallmark movies now center around people of color. There's like a lot of Black characters Mm who have been introduced. There's They're now celebrating other holidays. There are Hanukkah movies. There's all kinds of things. LGBTQ, and there's a gay couple in this Mm -hmm. Christmas House movie. And so some... Actors such as Candace Cameron Cameron. and a few others who, you know, were staples in the the Hallmark brand have now moved to another channel because they don't want to be associated and I just want to say that that is one of the things where now that's why I enjoy Hallmark movies is it's realistic. It has a real storylines and it's people like how you would see in the world. It's not that's why I think I don't get bored of them because they're actually making them more interesting. Like there's there's different nuances to them. But that one is one of the first ones that featured um, a gay couple who's also adopting, you know, so it's like I loved it. Wow. So when I heard that that was the reason she was leaving, I was like, wow, good riddance. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But it's something that is relevant right now because it's there's a lot of conversation happening around this because it's the first full year that like this other channel is in existence for holiday movies. But um,
0: yeah, I actually have to thank you for telling me that because I didn't know that. And it has been one of the reasons I've resisted going head over heels full into Hallmark all the time. I mean, I do. I don't have the Hallmark channel full time though. We are a streaming family, not a cable family. And (laughs) a lot of times I will pick things on Netflix and Hulu and other platforms because there are representations for LGBTQ and for um, minorities and people of color and all, It's it's realistic like you said it's life it's how we're actually living and that I appreciate so much so hallmark good job I tip my hat to you, I say good riddance to those who have moved on to other platforms, and I will up my game for the hallmark channel that makes me very happy. (laughs)
1: yes it's something that i just because i do actually spend a weird amount of time googling the holiday movies like the hallmark (laughs) movies i am actually i showed emily i actually in front of me literally have printed pieces of paper of the lists of the new movies so that i can check them off like if you didn't already believe i was a capricorn um here we are (laughs) i need to make it into like i am i am determined to watch them all and i do watch them all every year but it's something that I don't know I just like knowing the backstories because I also like Emily mentioned at the beginning here these are kind of like B-list actors a lot of the time so I'm always just curious if they do other stuff because a lot of them are pretty much full-time just making these movies but I do from my googling learn some things and that was something that's actually hot right now like it's actually something they're talking about because one of the actors who turned down Hallmark before so basically the head of Hallmark moved and like left and created this new thing and so they left because i think her name's hillary burton Mm
0: -hmm. but
1: she left in 2019 because they weren't having any representation so it's since he left that they've now been bringing this in so it's true that in the past it didn't have representation but that's why i have now fully invested (laughs)
0: love it same
1: reasons (laughs) um but yes i didn't mean to go on that whole tangent but i did need to do it but that was my number two. Number two. Now okay. see, number three is not it's not a B list one. It's it's an A list one. I'm okay but I I have a backup, you know, as I do. But I just wanna talk about the holiday. I know we've probably talked about it a thousand times. It's like the it might even be on your classics. I don't know, but it it's it's on my one. it's
0: my number one holiday romantic
1: okay because it's 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 i'll leave that for you to talk about but that was one that i was like i can't be i would be remiss yes. if i didn't bring it up because it's the holiday movie for yes. me i, I as like a romantic movie i love it but i did have a backup one that's like just kind of a really it's one of the like corniest of the corny of the holiday movie, the hallmark ones and it's um debbie McComer's of uh, mrs miracle christmas and it's this like So Caroline Ray, who I don't know, people know her from different things. I know her from Sabrina the Teenage Witch, but she shows up as this lady who just thinks magical things happen. And there's always a kid involved, obviously, in these ones where like the kid wants something and these things just happen and she just gets dropped off as like the nanny and like housekeeper. And so it's just one of those really cute, like solid, like family movies where you're just like, even though, you know, it's corny, you're still just like invested and you just want to see all the magic happen so that was like my third of the hallmark ones because it's just that like to the extreme for the corniness (laughs)
0: love it love it (laughs) i love that we both had an alternate because i have as number one so let's just discuss it the holiday yeah because i mean it really defies all categories truly It could be its own. Next year when we do this, maybe we'll do it instead of Love Actually. or You know, dissecting the parts and the characters and all the pieces. I love it. Again, watch it year-round. It's one of the few movies I own on my iPad, so if I'm flying anywhere, I can watch, pull that one right out and watch it start to finish six times. And yes, everything. I'm actually reading a holiday... Well, okay, disclaimer. Every December, I allow myself to take a break from all of my spirituality books, all my development, everything. And I let myself read what I consider trashy novels (laughs) for the entire month. And I usually pick cheesy Christmas romance. That's my go-to. And so I'm reading The Christmas Swap right now. It's a little different. One girl is in... Uh, France and one girl is in England, and they are going to swap. It hasn't happened yet. I'm only in chapter one. Calm down. But <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be very similar, and I'm very excited about it. Um, but it's such a good movie. And I feel like it didn't hit when it was in the theaters. Like, I think no. like it kind of flopped.
1: I agree. I don't even know how I saw it probably on TV the first time. I own it on DVD yes. also. But I, I think it was once it went on the streaming platforms that people really like because they're like oh Cameron Diaz is in this oh Kate Winslet's in this and it just like I think it just got the attention afterwards like you said I don't remember it being like a box office hit but I definitely have enjoyed it for many years
0: so (laughs) fun side fact when I've been googling things about the holiday the cute cottage doesn't actually exist they only built two sides of it in a field wow so if you see when they shoot it yeah on camera it's only shown from like very specific angles because there's no back of the house
1: (laughs) i love that so much i love those kinds of facts Mm -hmm. i love that i also wanted to mention just a side note because we're talking about like these two movies and like like love actually in this is that love actually was made in um 2003 so it's almost 20 years old and when i saw that i was like i need to go retire or something but i I was just like thinking because of the holidays like an older one too so they're just kind of in that like golden era of romantic comedies i guess
0: totally we need that to come back if we could put in a manifestation with the moon today please return Mm. the romantic comedies i i need new ones yes
1: i think when julia roberts and george clooney made the movie recently which i still haven't seen by the way that was when i was like maybe it was like a beacon of hope for me for humanity (laughs) let's hope that they're helping.
0: Okay, here are my top 3 B movie alternates. Okay. Okay. The first one and I only discovered this I think it would have been in 2020 cuz I remember binging it several times last year as well. Don't quote me on that. It's pandemic years. They're they're weird. No one <laughs> it's really like knows. one long year. It's <laughs> one long year this particular one, I believe you can find it on Hulu, but you'll have to Google it. It's called a Christmas movie Christmas.
1: Have you seen this? It sounds vaguely familiar, but I'm not sure.
0: Here's the description. Eve and her cynical sister Lacey find themselves trapped inside a Christmas movie where they are the stars.
1: Ooh, I don't think I've seen that one. (gasps) I'm it's wonderful.
0: That. It's a Christmas movie in a Christmas movie. So you know what's going to happen, you know, you know, here's the rich guy, but he's kind of a jerk, but he's in love with her. She knows she has to, you know, talk to the guy with the cookies, but he owns the bakery. Does she really love him? TBD. Um, <laughs> they suddenly have a grandma that they've never met, but she makes them waffles every morning. There's nothing in the refrigerator except Christmas cookies.
1: <laughs> Naturally
0: they wake up in this darling cottage in matching pajamas you know they go to sleep in her apartment on Christmas Eve like cold and not even sure they have boyfriends and wake up in a Christmas town it's delightful it's funny it's predictable in just the right ways with still keeping you know there's some Santa magic there's relationship drama you got to root for grandma even though she technically is no one's grandma you love her anyway.
1: (laughs) naturally, as you do, you just fall in love with the grandma every time.
0: Exactly. So I love it. Highly recommended. Um, my second choice is the Christmas inheritance. Now I love that one. Yes. Is this a Netflix?
1: I think it's Netflix.
0: I think it is too. Um, here's the description before ambitious heiress Helen Ellen Langford can inherit her father's business she must deliver a special Christmas card to her dad's former partner in snowfalls when a snowstorm strands her at the town inn she discovers the true gift of Christmas yeah. so every year her father and his best friend exchange Christmas letters and this particular year her father can't make it he asks her to do it She really didn't want to be bothered by the whole thing. And I believe, isn't it the innkeeper she falls in love with? I think so. Mm -hmm.
1: From my recollection, my memory is terrible.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We we really should insert here. That is part of why we love Christmas movies, because we do forget them. (laughs) And then we watch them and we're like, oh my God, this is adorable.
1: Yeah. You know what? I think it's like you and I are Juveary Moore in 51st States and we're just waking up every year at Christmas, like brand new movies. And it's only if we've actually seen it. Like, it's only if it's like, you know, when he plays with a movie every day, the only ones we remember are the ones that we have stored in our brains like that. And then the rest of them just feel like new every time.
0: Completely agree. <laughs> part of the magic right part of the magic I love the Christmas inheritance she softens falls in love with the innkeeper he's darling there's all of the guests coming and going for me Christmas movies I love the backgrounds and there are some that are decorated so poorly you think did someone just drive by and like throw reeds at a set and hope (laughs) that they hit something (laughs) yes like they're not centered on the wall half the lights don't work like it's just piles of stuffing and it's not even real snow I got a lot of background scene complaints but when it's done right it's like getting inspiration to decorate my own house which as a Taurus you know I'm gonna love
1: (laughs) yeah definitely
0: (laughs) love it okay and number three coming home for Christmas um This one, I think, is Hallmark. It's been around a few years. I feel like it was maybe 2017-ish. Lizzie Richards gets a job as a house manager for this big estate in Ashford, Virginia. They are putting it up for sale. It is kind of like the Christmas house. It has to go up for sale, but she's going to have one final Christmas Eve gala for the family, even though the family is not getting along. She's going to reunite them. So this is ultimate, right? This is decorating a house for a party for the holidays Mm, all the right things I love it and she's in real estate and I think she falls in love with one of the brothers it's a whole thing it's delightful
1: I love that one I have seen that one and I'm the same as you I'm like I don't know who she falls in love with that part's (laughs) never that important to me I'm always looking for like what else is different but I do love that one I have seen
0: it yeah it's a good one I feel like Maybe is that the one with the cute little town and there's an extra there's always an extra bakery or something in town that she hires to help. I can't remember. But it's dark. There,
1: there is like, yeah, like a catering connection or yes. something in there too, for sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like I wish I I wish I had a memory, but then I kind of wish I'm kind of glad I don't, otherwise I'd be over this by now, probably.
0: <laughs> okay, so those are my those are my top three slash four because you can't forget the holiday.
1: Um, okay what is our next category the classics
0: the classics and the I, classics. it's funny that neither one of us put the holiday in classic
1: it's funny because i thought of it as a classic mm-hmm. but then i was like no it ha- it's definitely in a romantic one for me but it, it could be a classic again it could, be. could fit in there too
0: mm-hmm.
1: but i have to say like for me thinking about the classics because I think of the Hallmark so much was like actually harder like not in the sense that there aren't ha- there aren't a lot of classics but just in the sense of like which ones if I were to choose would I choose mm-hmm. so it, was, it took me a bit longer actually so number one is because it's like my family's movie is um the Santa Claus oh yes with Tim Allen because we were actually kids in the 90s when it came out. So we've been watching it since it came out. And that one also, I think, was in 94. So it's, like, going on 30. It's, like, 20-something years old now. Now, obviously, there's, like, the whole – there's the whole franchise. And I haven't watched the series yet because there's the Santa Clauses that came out and on the Disney channel. And I will – I will watch it. But I was, like, I need to, like, get more into Christmas before I go that far into Christmas. But that one, just because – it's the whole like grumpy dad turns into like, you know, the kid like drags him into the magic and then he's doing it for the kids. And it's just like that transformation of, of the character for me is mm-hmm. like, what's so magical. And then the fact that by the end, you like believe that he's Santa Claus, like he, even though like at the beginning you're like, wow, what a grump. And then you get to the point that like, you're just like, he is Santa. And like the, the, the parents of like, like his ex-wife and her, um, her new husband, how like they turn into kids because he remembers the presents that they wanted when they were little and stuff. Like, it's just, it's the transformation of like the relationships for me. Like, I still love it so much, but yeah, that would be my number one. Love. And then my number two is So I had to do a a slash because I already talked about Miracle on 34th Street last week. Um, So I was like, I don't want to like just talk about it all over again. But that's another one that my family and I watch. So for me, it's like on par with the Santa Claus because it's also the version, I should say, is the one from the 90s with the little girl that played Matilda. Um, And my favorite line, which I didn't say last time, is when she's sitting in the windowsill of their like giant New York apartment and the like love interest of the mom is like watching her. And he's like, oh, can you see anything happening in the parade? And she's like, oh, there's not much left for me to see except the guy cleaning up horse poop. And that doesn't thrill me at all. And like that line, I can hear it in my head all year round. It's just the cutest line because she's so serious. Um, but yeah, that was like tied for it, number one. And then Elf is my next one because i don't care how long it's been around how sick of it everybody else is i will watch it over and over again any day i laugh still just as hard as the first time every single time just the idea of will Ferrell playing an elf like i, I can't can get over it I, I am dying to see the new one with him and ryan reynolds yeah. i love them both ryan reynolds ps of uh, ryan ryan reynolds and trevor noah if you mix them into a human i would marry them immediately and then if it was them as a contract. <laughs> so i'm hey, manifesting Christmas that lights. today
0: if any of our listeners come across this <laughs> fantasy creature while you're out and about this holiday season
1: <laughs> if you see one walking through the woods you know just send them my way but yeah so that energy of like Will Ferrell as an elf like it's never not gonna be funny I'm sorry I'm never gonna get sick of it that is the movie that starts my holiday season every year I told Emily the first cold day in August I'm like I'm getting a latte and watching elf um so I will never not be sick of it so that is definitely my number two and then my number three is oddly enough another Tim Allen movie but Christmas with the Crank's i fucking love that movie it's just there's so many like bizarre parts to it the fact that they're hiding from their neighbors because they don't want to put frosty up and how he goes so far in the direction of like not giving in at all to doing anything christmas related when he could literally let the neighbors in and let the neighbors do it and not have to do any work but he's like i'm not doing it no way And, and then of course like jamie lee curtis was the wife and she's like paranoid to like leave the house because the neighbors are like chasing after her it's just such a disaster but there's still like the santa magic there's the family there's the community coming together it's just a feel-good movie but i love it it makes me laugh so so hard um I can't remember how many times I've watched it it's another one I own on DVD like I can't stop watching it it's like I don't want to take a chance that I won't be able to watch it if it happens to not be on any of the streaming platforms also I live in Canada so we don't get access to like all the movies like it's like they choose a few for us like here we'll toss you a a free one and then it's like i yeah here's some crumbs enjoy even on netflix i'll search christmas movies and all these new ones will pop up and then they'll be like not available in your area and i'm like why put them on there then that's just rude
0: that is torture
1: it is torture especially for me because like it's september and i'm like there's holiday movies and then they're like just kidding and i'm like that's rude first of all i'm gonna watch (laughs) elf again and i'll be okay but they better be available eventually but, yeah, so that would be, I think, my third for, like, classics in terms of, like, again, there were so many directions I could have gone, but that was, like, classics that, like, I watch with my family or I watch every year, uh, I would say, is, like, those are the ones that, like, I, if I had to choose, if someone was, like, putting a gun to my head and being, like, you can only choose three, I might end up dying in the process of being, like, actually, this one, or, like, actually, can I trade one out? But those are the three I pick.
0: I love it. All right. I'm going to show my age now with my top choice. Um, and I hope you've seen it. I'm sure you have. But and it's borderline Thanksgiving slash Christmas, like it kind Ooh, of okay. falls in between the two classic near and dear to my heart, planes, trains and automobiles.
1: Oh uh, Yes. Love. John Candy,
0: Steve Martin, who I mean forever, two of the classics. I love the fact that you can watch it now and be like, just call, (laughs) right? (laughs) Just find a payphone or like borrow someone's cell phone, like the amount of difficulty they have communicating with one another. I think it's fun to remember that part of me, my life. Um, We had a party line when I was growing up. We had like some houses didn't even have phones. So I, it's a good nostalgia. I I get such a kick out of it. And when Steve Martin comes back (laughs) to the rental car desk after they've dropped him in the middle of the car lot and the rental car has been stolen and the shuttle leaves him and he has to walk, you know, down the runway and along the highway and he's soaking wet. (laughs) And the woman behind the counter is talking on the phone about kittens and who's going to bring the mashed potatoes. and he snaps <laughs> he just totally loses it uh warms my heart
1: <laughs> so good i agree like that like i was just talking to my brother this weekend about what even when we were kids like how 90 percent of like the problems that you see in those movies could easily be solved with a quick text now
0: <laughs> <laughs> totally <laughs> yeah i love that movie I love it when they burn the car down, and oh, there's just so many, so many good moments in that one. I could watch that one over. We try and make that a tradition with my family. My mom gets a kick out of that one, too. So, second classic, again, we tied it's elf. It's always elf. Ah, yes. I love to decorate my tree with elf on in the background. My husband is not so much of a decorator, but he's happy to drink.
1: Perfect. I mean, getting in on the action in any way. Exactly.
0: Put a little whipped cream on whatever he's
1: drinking. (laughs) Holiday beverage.
0: (laughs) He always threatens he's going to jump on the tree and, like, put the star on, like, Elf does. but it's it's so amazing i love a six foot elf i love the nostalgia at the beginning with rudolph and the snowman at the north pole and hope you find your dad buddy narwhal yeah <laughs> thanks mr narwhal um i all through the holidays use son of a nutcracker yeah it's like one of my go-tos <laughs> can't find a parking they're out of yams whatever it is son of a nutcracker um cotton-headed nitty-muggins I also believe in the three rules singing loud for all to hear um yes all the things elf it's one of my all-time classic favorites
1: I can't go wrong
0: and number three um I think it's one of the few movies Christmas movies I remember seeing in the theater oh. when I was a kid and how I <laughs> got like, I'm thinking now, was I old enough to see this in the theater? But obviously, someone in my family took me. Um, Christmas Vacation, National Anthem. Oh, that's
1: so good. Vacation.
0: It's such a classic. It is. Um, I think it changes. For me, it's been one of those movies that you watch every year, and there's a new part that you're like, oh, yeah, grandma's smoking while she's opening the box of donuts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, when um, his wife's chopping the head of lettuce and – her mother is giving her trouble for then she like stabs the head of lettuce with a knife like it'll be fine Christmas. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> yeah. the relatives show up and they've wrapped the cat and the jello is leaking in the other but i mean there's just layer after layer it's a it's a feel-good one that i put on in the background and just wait sort of to see what part catches me that year
1: that one is such a good one my um my uncle's family that's like their number one movie and i've been i used to spend a ton of time with them because he has all girls they're they were all teenagers the same age like they're all the same age as me so i spent a lot of time over there and for my cousin jenna's birthday who's in december we create she created a drinking game one year for watching it and it was like the classic parts or like classic things that happen and yeah it's just such a fun movie i just adore it last year actually or the year before again pandemic time I don't know when but my parents got an RV and we kept joking that they should drive it by my uncle's head like that <laughs> uncle's house and be like going to empty the shitter and like just like show up unannounced at their house um but yeah I agree that is another classic that like it's just there's so many layers that you never know what part is going to be your favorite from year to year and I, just I love do
0: it. love Miracle on 34th Street I actually even enjoy the original I think it's that's a good one like on a cold night to just oh, yeah. sort of snuggle in and kind of doze on and off and watch i think yeah that's probably the most classic classic
1: yeah it's a good comfort one for yeah. sure it's just yeah definitely like the definition of a classic
0: underrated and i had to message you today because you were like one and i was obviously i don't know why i
1: thought work. we could narrow anything down to one i really don't know why i was so optimistic uh, like when have we ever um but yeah it was a category that i at least was like we need to do this category this because category. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then again i was as i was looking i was like it's funny because what might seem underrated might just be that like what's in your awareness like I might say one and you're like that's a classic Andrea that's not underrated but I was like we'll see what our opinions are on this Agree.
0: Okay. okay <laughs> hit yeah. me with your first shot
1: my first one is this also could be a classic for some people but for me it's underrated and it's called Christmas in Connecticut I don't it's from like the 40s
0: yeah
1: I found it literally on Amazon <laughs> I ordered it the dvd And I fell in love with it and I have made my family watch it. It's just this, I can't even describe like the quality to it, but it's just that classic, like, so it's so effortless. Like it's the, even like the funny lines, like they're so natural that you almost don't catch them. And it's this woman who has a, a magazine column or a newspaper column. And she's talking, she's created this whole fake persona about how she's like married. She has a baby. They're, they're like decorating their home. Meanwhile, she's single and lives in an apartment. So she ends up like putting, the boss is like, oh, let's make this a big deal. I'm going to come to your house for, for Christmas. And so she has to like go to this big house. And it's just all the funny dynamics where there's like the chef, there's like the somebody else drops off the babies to be babysat like it's just like a whole thing and like all the clumsy dynamics and then this man who comes back from like the army I guess because you know it's the 40s and he comes to stay with them like with like the boss and it's like a whole thing and so it's like their dynamic as well like it's it's just such a weird like concept to look back at like the 40s of like what their idea of like Classic would be, I guess, and like having the war element, like all of those things are really cool. And like I said, it's just kind of like Audrey Hepburn, where it's so natural, where it just the the humor is so light, but it's also so good. So I'm gonna check that out. Yeah, it's you will love it. You will love it. I guarantee. And then my second one is it's on Netflix, and it's called The Night Before Christmas, but it's night like K N I G H T, and it's so cute it's like a teenagery. It's it's like a Disney Channel vibe where it's like this night comes and then the girl's in high school and he's like going with her to the dance it's like a whole thing but it's so cute my brother Cole and I watched it together when it came out and we just loved it I watched it probably like two or three times since then because it's just so cute it's just like if you want that like high school like you know kid movie it's so good absolutely adorable and then my third one, I don't, I wouldn't even say that it's an underrated movie, but I think when it comes to the holiday season, it's not one that comes to mind right away, and it's The Last Holiday with Queen Latifah, because A, she's just awesome, she's just amazing, but also it's just this concept of this regular woman who works in a department store, she finds out through her doctor that she only has, like, I don't know, there's a month or something to live, and she has this love interest at work but she's like you know what I only have a month left to live I'm gonna live it up and so she loves cooking she loves food she works in the housewares and she just goes on this the most elaborate trip you can imagine she's eating she's ordering the whole chef's menu because She has his favorite chef so she goes to this like place where he is cooking and all the people there are like who is this woman like who is this like mysterious lady who has all this money and just lives life and it's just you know, enjoying her life to the fullest. And I think this also could double as like a Sagittarius pick because like that energy of just living life to the fullest, just like not a care in the world. She travels and she's just thinking of her biggest dream and making it happen. So I love that. There's of course the love interest and people eventually find out that she is not dying. So they have to get this information to her. (laughs) And it's just yeah, it's just a feel good movie. And it makes you it makes me anyways, just kind of dream of it, like what I would do in that situation, like what my biggest dream would be. And I think today's the new moon. It's a good time to be doing that anyways. So I think we should all like, just actually imagine let ourselves imagine what that would look like and like plan your like dream vacation.
0: I love that. Those are cute. You know, I don't know that I've ever watched the last holiday.
1: Oh, it's so good. I can't even count the number of times I've watched it, but again, see, maybe it is underrated, Yeah. but Mm -hmm. I think you would enjoy it, especially for like the energy of like
0: Sagittarius. Sagittarius. I like it. I like it. Okay. My number one, I don't think I discovered until it was streaming. It was released in the theaters, but I don't know how particularly well it was received. Uh, Love the Coopers
1: oh I have seen that one that one's so good
0: it is and I feel like it doesn't get enough airtime. it's got some heavy hitters in it right Alan Arkin John Goodman Ed Helms Diane Keaton it's got so yeah. many good people in it so good and I think it's like a cross between love actually and the family stone
1: yes 100 percent. that's the other movie that came to mind when you said it was a family status like that's <laughs> the vibe
0: it is it's it's um a little more lighthearted than family stone yeah it's got that love actually kind of craziness behind it. She's stuck at the airport and she doesn't want to go home alone and so she convinces this boy that's home from break in the military to pretend to be her boyfriend and then they actually do fall in love and it's so cute. There's the sister who can never do anything right. It's got all the great storylines.
1: It really <laughs> does. It really does. That is such a good pick.
0: Love that one. Um the next one, I think I only discovered last year, so it hasn't really had time to gain any traction necessarily. It's on Netflix, Holidate.
1: Yes, that was actually one of my, my alternates. I'm glad you brought it up because i like, I want to talk about this movie, but yes, that's a good
0: one. I get such a kick out of it. It is lighthearted um, comedy. Again, this is a girl that doesn't want to be alone for the holidays and so finds this guy. I think they meet each other at a bar something i can't even remember how they had a christmas party anyway they agreed to be each other's date all year long for all the holidays and so they moved through you know wedding season cinco de mayo easter (laughs) thanksgiving all the things and actually also fall in love so it's got all the all the good bits but it's funny lighthearted he's handsome it's worth it and then my third one i maybe isn't underrated so I'm hesitant with my selection, but I'm just going to roll with it because it's what we got Four Christmases. Ah, uh, yes. Probably not the most underrated, but again, I feel like doesn't quite get enough airplay. I think it's the perfect <laughs> Christmas movie coming from um, our generations where divorce is more prevalent. And so many of us have had to experience four Christmases. <laughs> in one weekend and what that feels like going between each house and each dynamic and kind of having to morph yourself to fit into (laughs) the different situations that you come across. Um, Yes, that one makes me laugh every time.
1: That is one that i don't think of that often so i feel like it's fair to say it's underrated it's not one that you hear a lot of people listing on their classics so i feel like that it makes it an underrated one for sure
0: they just wanted to go away for the holiday and they get stuck and have to go spend time and <laughs> it's a good one i enjoy it
1: <laughs> that is a good pick for underrated for sure <laughs> love it
0: okay so while you're watching all of these amazing selections what are your recommendations for favorite beverages accessories and snacks
1: so this is like this one was hard because I have so many favorites of everything but I was like what have I been doing this year already since I'm already like 20 hallmark movies in I was like I think it's fair to say that I can choose one for the year (laughs) um and I would say like what I've been drinking the most for my beverage is I've been making. I made my own hot chocolate mix, which is literally just cocoa powder and sugar. <laughs> and then I like. I but I always make like really. I am vegan, so I always ha- have soy milk. And so I'll warm up the milk every time, and then like make like a half and a half. And then I put in peppermint because I just love peppermint. So that's kind of my this year beverage of choice so far. <laughs> and then for accessory, fuzzy socks because I often am in like shorts. Like I'm always warm. Like I'm. It, it can be minus 30 outside and I'll still crack a window if it's warm in here. But sometimes I'll have like shorts on and I'll still just be like, well, I'll just put fuzzy socks on and then it feels festive. <laughs> it, it feels cozy, but I don't feel like I'm sweating. So-
0: Because you're watching like off my, in August, yeah.
1: Exactly. So you can't really go full on onesie all the time. So the fuzzy socks for me <laughs> are the accessory of choice because it also is like slippers. So when I'm walking around, it's not as chilly. Um and then for snack I love all the snacks. Obviously the ideal is christmas cookies of some sort. But what's your go-to family
0: christmas cookie?
1: My mom makes shortbread, so that's the number 1 of choice. I now make my vegan version of it, but my mom's shortbread is like the standard for christmas cookies at my parents' house. For me when I'm at home because I'm far too lazy to be regularly making myself cookies, um Either just chips, like Ruffles, regular chips, are just like my go-to for any time. But I, I will occasionally make myself brownies, and then that's usually what I'll do is I'll make peppermint brownies, and then it goes with the peppermint hot chocolate, and it's just too much. And then you need like four glasses of water to recover. But for the hour and a half that I'm watching the movie, or the two hours, that's what I'm consuming most of the time is all the chocolate, all the peppermint.
0: Love as well. As- <laughs> Because we can't just have one selection. I did an alcoholic version and a non-alcoholic Ooh, version. I,
1: I do like that. I think that's a fair way to be able to have more than one.
0: Right. So my non-alcoholic go-to is usually, again, like hot chocolate or peppermint mocha. Like, mm-hmm. especially if yeah. I've been out running errands and then I'm like, okay, I'm going to go home and I'm going to watch all the movies the rest of the day. Then it's like, give me my Starbucks, peppermint mocha. I'd be happy. Solid choice. So. totally um of course you can put baileys in anything
1: naturally yes <laughs> so that's that that i think a must. Yeah.
0: <laughs> i was going to share i really enjoy like a cider a hot cider uh, but i wow. do it with like a punch so if you put in like a little vanilla vodka chop up some apples and some pears and let them sit in there with a little dry white wine and a little bit of vanilla vodka it's delicious
1: that sounds amazing and i need that actually cider was my other choice because last year my mom and i decided well they bought like two jugs of cider and i was like why aren't we drinking this and we just drank all of it in like two days (laughs) but i think i think that's a solid choice and i was adding amaretto to the the cider so i'm gonna have to try your punch though that sounds really good
0: it's yeah it's one of my favorites i like it from pretty much halloween (laughs) through Christmas. Let's
1: just say all year round and then take a little break for sangria. Let's just be real.
0: (laughs) Sangria spring and then we switch back.
1: (laughs) Half half the year. It's like hemispheres of the year. Is like we go from sangria to cider punch. I, I love it.
0: Love it. uh Christmas cookies you're gonna love this um shortbread is a staple at our house too yeah, but because my mom's from it. Canada and yes so we always that makes so
1: dish. much sense because yeah it's our like must-have here
0: must have shortbread and then we also do whiskey balls Ooh. so if you have down here they're called vanilla wafers so like the vanilla oh, yeah little wafers you crush those up and then you're adding a little bit of cocoa powder whiskey powdered sugar they're super sticky you make you like remake cookie balls (laughs) and just sort of let them sit till they get a little crusty on the outside right the powdered sugar makes them a little crusty and then you get this amazing hit of whiskey
1: crown is like my mom's favorite alcohol again it's a Canadian thing and so like I always like I I don't really have alcohol here but I always have crown yeah so I maybe need to maybe maybe, maybe need, need to, to make some of those soon. Maybe this week. It's been a wild one so
0: far. <laughs> yeah, and then a little peppermint bark if we have it, or if it so you know a neighbor brings it, or I pick some up at Costco a couple weeks ago. We've been munching on. But yeah, those are my go-to's. I'm if I'm gonna do salty, it's usually like a white cheddar popcorn, and then maybe like an M&M mixed oh, in. yeah, sort yes. of combo. Mm-hmm. Good mixture, salty yeah. and sweet. Yeah, yeah, or a cup of tea. If I'm, you know, not out of hot chocolate or something.
1: That's where I'm at right now. I was actually, I wanted to make a hot chocolate really bad just for sitting here. And then I was like, oh, I have no milk. I could have <laughs> just made it a hot chocolate, but it's just not the same. Because like I said, I've already been into it this year. <laughs> I'm already on that train. So there's no lowering my standards at this point. <laughs> do you have an accessory?
0: Um. Oh, well, I do have Christmas pajamas. I am uh, that okay, girl. Yeah have Christmas leggings um they're like thermal you know knit mm-hmm. leggings with different various Christmas shirts short sleeve and or long sleeve depending on the temperature I am an anti sock girl I don't I like usually socks am any time of the year yeah no it's like my least favorite but if I'm watching a movie I have to have it cool enough to be under the blanket
1: oh that makes sense 100 mm-hmm. percent. i always have a window cracked and i'm like it's like minus 35 i probably shouldn't do this but you have just to you have to at least air. have a reason to have the blanket it's just <laughs> it's like <laughs> it could be a perfectly comfortable temperature and you're like uh oh, but what if i want to sit under a blanket it's
0: yeah warm. the blanket that is the go-to accessory not even so much a pillow because i can snuggle on the couch pretty good but it's i gotta have a blanket
1: it's funny because I sent you a selfie the other day of me underneath a blanket, which is actually a Christmas blanket that I was under. <laughs> I'm right. Like I said, I'm, I'm deep in the, the holiday movie season already.
0: <laughs> I what I have to tell you, I love is your enthusiasm and your commitment, because as a Taurus over here, I'm like, oh, yeah, I have, I've got a lot of ideas, but I'm going to like flutter around and decorate like the Christmas movies might be on and maybe I'll catch it. I don't always remember but you're like committed
1: (laughs) i have a list and i actually put like the times that they're on on my whiteboard in a different color and then i like watch them and then i go and i check them off at the end of the weekend and then i'm like done my work for the weekend that way if i got nothing else done i'm like well i was busy i was busy (laughs) obviously very busy i don't know what you expect me to do they're each two hours long there's two on saturdays and then there's one friday one sunday and then i'm pretty sure later on in the season if i'm not mistaken yeah later in the season according to my chart um there's two on sundays as well so you know
0: i really think it would be appropriate for you to share this in your um instagram stories so that some of us who don't have the list can live vicariously
1: i will do it starting december 1st since we're that close now and now the one that whatever this episode's coming out is going to be I'm sure you know closer to the first so Mm -hmm. I think I will do that Friday Saturday Sunday I will let you know what the movies are
0: and then we're going to see how many other Christmas movie junkies will join us in the festivities of the holidays
1: (laughs) I agree I think that'll be fun it's even more fun when you can talk about them because like my mom watches my mom will actually watch them because we have like the W network here I don't know if it's an American station or Canadian I'm not sure but they play pretty much just Hallmark all the time and she'll watch them so then she'll be like oh did you see this I'm like obviously who do you think you're talking to of course I saw it
0: so i'll call my mom and they'll be watching one my mom and my stepdad and it'll be okay well what's the plot is he a veterinarian <laughs> a contractor an inn owner or is he the businessman that's gonna yeah. <laughs> like See, i'm not
1: a i'm not a fan of the businessman ones mm-hmm. as much anymore i i, I like a, a contractor you know uh an innkeeper, <laughs> this. somebody who has a home as a homeowner or can build me one this is this is where we're at right now yeah.
0: <laughs> I don't want him to take care of horses and live in a barn. No. I, I don't want a, a farm.
1: House. I just want a nice house. Not even that nice. Just a house. <laughs> and you the ability be to it. be a fixer upper Exactly. That's all I need. That's all I ask. Is that so much?
0: <laughs> you know what they could really do is if they combined HGTV with the Hallmark channel.
1: Oh my god, I would die. I would never leave my couch. I that... would have no reason to. I actually watched H G T V specifically for the contractors. Sometimes, you know, it's like, is he in Toronto? Are they in Toronto right now? <laughs> close
0: do you remember this was years and years ago that starting the day after Thanksgiving and running like the first whole weekend, HGTV would run back to back how to decorate your house for the holiday shows. I would yes. record them and they would go like over the top. They would take over and do somebody's house with like this gentleman that, you know, decorates store windows in New York City and I miss that so much
1: you know I have to say like on that topic like I worked in retail for years and when I started at Le Chateau which is a fashion brand here Canadian fashion brand they went under um but when I started I was a merchandiser and I was most of the time I was there but what I loved was that I worked with a lot of the like flagship stores and I got to see when they would do like the Eaton centers like our flagship mall of ontario and they would do these elaborate window displays and they had a long window because it's a it's a big mall and it's a big store and they would have these elaborate displays they'd be planning forever and when i went to school for visual merchandising arts which was my first um diploma when i went to college one of my teachers was the guy who did those displays. And that's why I ended up working for the company because he was like, this is what we do. And I was like, oh, that's what you get to do. I want to work there. And I never worked in a window display team, but I was worked kind of with them because I was in a lot of those stores. And so I'd be helping them like choose alternate outfits and things if they didn't quite have what they wanted. And I loved because I got to go to so many stores. I got to see how they adapted each of the window displays for each individual store and like a the product they had and like the space they had the props that they brought with them. And that was like the most magical thing for me. I loved it. I just love being in the mall at Christmas time. Like I actually like literally could almost get choked up thinking about it because it was just such a good time for me because like I had friends in all the stores. I could do all my Christmas shopping on my lunch break. I always like would wander around and like get Starbucks literally all day, every day, like multiple times. I'd go for like long walks just to see what the other windows looked like. And that idea of like how they always had window displays, but like at holiday time like you know they were coming out with all the props all of the mannequins like you would see them unloading stuff and be like what are we doing this year like what's the theme like one year we had like like full-size like reindeer with like jewelry on them and stuff it was just
0: magical i love that part of christmas all the give me all the decorations all the themes i love to change my theme up each year even though i don't i'd like to But I do, I get selective about like, what ornaments am I gonna put out this year? Is it gonna be fabric and sort of whimsical and folk art? Or is it gonna be like all birds and forest creatures? Or yeah, it's always something.
1: I love that. See, I don't really decorate at all here. I don't even have like art on my walls, even though I'm an artist, (laughs) something wrong with me. But I have a mini Christmas tree that my mom And dad got my brother, Cole, and I, because we each didn't have a house. We were both an apartment. And I keep it up all year round like a weirdo. So I have, like, the little... I just actually put new batteries in the little mini lights. And I have them go from, like, the, like, fade in and out. And so it's just, like, while I'm watching movies, it's on. And they get me a mini ornament every year to put on it. It's, like, a thing. That's about as far as I get into decorating. I also have a little figurine from when we went to Florida one year. We stopped at a pickle barrel. Not a pickle barrel. That's our brand. A cracker barrel. And we... I was obsessed with owls at the time and my brother got me this little owl figurine that has like, it's very cute. And then it has like a little scarf that's like sparkly and that's in my office all year round. So that's about as far as I get for decorating. (laughs) Occasionally I'll do a little bit more than that, but it's more my parents house. Like I go there and help them do like their trees and stuff. But for me, as much as I love it, I think I'm too busy sitting on the couch watching movies (laughs) to get off my butt and actually do it.
0: I actually decorated movies. I decorated people's houses for Christmas for a few years. They would just say, "Here's my stuff. I don't want to do it. Just make it look pretty." That was the best.
1: That would be fun. Yeah, doing it for other people is like always more my jam. Like I know one year for when I was taking visual merchandising arts, we had to do um, like placements at different stores, and my friend and I we got to go to Pier One at Christmas time. It was so fun except when we had to untangle all their lights they refused to get new ones that was not a good day we almost killed each other but once we got over that it was just fun because the woman didn't care at all she's like yeah move whatever you want so we were able to like change up the feature stuff pull all the holiday stuff into different areas so like we would go like item by item like go to the pillows however you make this look like Christmas and like it was so fun it was like a dream job it was only like two weeks that we had to show up and it was like the two weeks they were decorating we were like yes jackpot
0: the best of the best Uh, makes me excited i'm gonna go watch all sorts of christmas movies this weekend it's uh, american thanksgiving tomorrow and
1: happy thanksgiving
0: thank you yeah i'm just gonna put on movies and i think i'm gonna put my tree up and enjoy all the things
1: that sounds so amazing i'll be getting back to my list on friday (laughs) continuing (laughs) with all mark (laughs) ones getting some groceries and getting some stuff for hot chocolate please make yourself
0: some hot chocolate
1: i will (laughs)
0: Thank you for this episode. I have been looking forward to it for so long, and you've inspired me. I'm going to go find um, Christmas in Connecticut. I think I need to watch this.
1: I, you will love it. I can't wait to hear you, how you feel about it. I feel like you're going to be just as excited as me. I'm going to go watch it again. <laughs> I love-
0: thank you everyone for listening and for coming along on our silly holiday journey but truly enjoy the magic of the holidays sink into the things that make you feel good and the magic and mystery is all part of the season so enjoy it to the fullest love it bye-bye i hope you enjoyed today's episode of things that make you go woo you can help me out by leaving a positive rating and a review wherever you downloaded this episode Be sure and follow me on Instagram and Facebook at emilyandherstars. You can also reach out via email anytime, emilyandherstars at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll see you next time on Things That Make You Go Woo.